Hey, this is Ross Stripling, and you're listening to Blue Heaven. Coming at you live from DNHQ in beautiful South Pasadena, California. This is, you know what this is? This nope. is the Blue Heaven Podcast. <laughs> We are powered by the Overtime Podcast Network. What is going on, Dodgers Nation? My name is Clint. You can find me as RealFRG on Twitter and Instagram. That's right, and I'm Brooke. You can find me at BrookeMe3 on Twitter and Instagram. On today's show, there's only one thing to talk about uh, again. Well, kind of, kind of there's a lot, a lot to talk yeah, about, but we're going to talk about one thing. We did, I mean, there's so much. We didn't even know quite what to talk about. But you know what we're going to talk about? We've got to talk about Mookie Wood. Uh, the Mookie Bet Super, uh, Super Show Part 2. We're going to talk about Mookie's Wood here. And uh, we're going to pull in our friend, Dodgers broadcaster, Tim Neverd a little bit later. We got a, uh, I got, had a chance to talk to him in, uh, before the show. We got to talk about who's in and who's out. So we're going to bring in our friend, SD Dodger Tim, Mr. Tim Rogers. A lot of moving parts. There are a lot, lot of moving parts. parts. There's also apparently a lot of weird random moving parts in the uh, new playoff thing. You know what they say, when things Very are peculiar. going really bad, change everything. Yeah, so. yeah. This is exactly... Like, that's exactly what baseball needed. They needed new playoff rules, like coming out or heading into <laughs> CBA issues. There you go. I I feel we might owe Jock Peterson an apology, but we'll get to that towards the end of the show yeah. if we have time. <laughs> and there's going to be a whole lot more. But of course, first this spring, follow your favorite teams, to Arizona for Cactus League baseball. And by favorite teams, of course, we mean your Los Angeles Dodgers. Amazing weather and landscapes, exciting outdoor adventure, incredible food. Arizona is the perfect home base for baseball fans. 10 stadiums, 15 MLB teams, 75 degree temperatures. All 10 stadiums are within 50 miles of one another in the greater Phoenix area. You can meet and actually interact with the players and even get autographs before or after games. The fan experience truly cannot be rivaled when out at spring training. And there's so much to do and see nearby. Arizona is like, I mean, they're known for the incredible landscapes, thrilling outdoor adventures, or so they tell me. So why not check off some of those must-see destinations from your bucket list, like the Grand Canyon, Monument Valley, Horseshoe Bend, maybe even go to Horseshoe Bend twice, you never know. So many more options. Yeah, and check out amazing restaurants and bars nearby, including tons and tons of craft breweries like Four Peaks, Angel's Trumpet Ale House, and Goldwater Brewing Company. And my favorite part, obviously, breakfast. Breakfast. Breakfast is banging out there. Just saying it. Just saying it. Arizona is super family friendly, and with half of the league in town, there's always something to do with the kids and even grandma. Bring grandma. She'll love it. So plan your spring trading getaway at visitarizona.com slash spring training. That is visitarizona.com slash spring training or even download the visit arizona app on google play or the inferior apple store don't forget this is a live stream so make sure you guys drop your comments drop your questions below let us know where you're repping dodgers nation from i always say zip code but not zip code area code because i don't know zip codes who knows zip codes off the top of their head so you know area codes number. right uh, i got Mother's hose. name your first pet's name I got hose in different area uh, codes. routing number etc so Don't before we get that. into a lot of stuff and before we dig into a lot of your guys' questions and comments, because we see tonight, we do got to remind you, um, we have a giveaway going. There's a giveaway for a Cody Bellinger jersey, so make sure you sign up for that. Uh, Gary's got a fine graphic he's going to throw up there. But DodgersNation.com slash giveaways for more information. The contest ends next Tuesday, February 18th at noon o'clock LA time. <sighs> so with that said... Um, 
A lot of people in the stream though. Richard <laughs> Richard Hooker's in the stream. That that's good. We got we got the eight oh five, we got the five five nine, we Dick got Hooker. uh <laughs> we got one plus jock. Uh I don't know that area code, I'm sorry. Uh, uh oh, his number? Yes. Oh no, that that wouldn't be uh, Candido's from New Brunsville. That's where my wife's from, that area. Oh. Um wait, uh That's really random. <laughs> Still feels loud. Uh, it's really loud. Also asking, he's asking um, who will start in left field, and that's going to be it's going to be an interesting question for sure. We got Dodger Blue Bleeder from Colorado in the stream. We got Devin saying, "What's up, Clint, Brooke, and Gary?" Let Gary getting the shout out. Wow, someone knows I'm alive. This, guy, <laughs> this, this person on Periscope doesn't have a name. It's just the Shruggy guy. And that they say, can't wait for the season. Me too, shruggy guy. Our Me friend, too. Our friend Roach over there, uh, representing from the 909. So guys, let's get into it. What the hell happened since uh, we were so happy last week, and then it was a nightmare? Uh, yeah, we've been in limbo since uh, Tuesday. Tuesday of last week, we've been in limbo, For and one, then it was just solved like yesterday. <laughs> basically, one full week, it was happiness, and then, wait, this is taking a while, and then, wait a minute, there's problems, and then, wait a minute, Heim Bloom's kind of a D-bag, and then it just kept going on, but... Uh, Forever and uh, yeah, ever and Mookie, ever, it's Mookie like. was a Dodger, and then he wasn't, and now he is, thankfully he is, but again, I, I, was, I, I wrote it out here as, you know, it's a f- pretty much a five-day drama. The original <laughs> trade. Was it not a drama for sure, but the Dodgers, uh, you know, they're... <laughs> Are uh, experts out there, selves included, probably that that feel Los yeah. Angeles came out even better after the original trade. But yeah, go still ahead good. They still did the good deal. If you guys, uh, <laughs> if you guys missed what happened, tell them what happened. The original trade was a three-team deal. It yes. involves Betts and Price both going to L.A., Verdugo going to Boston, Maeda Minnesota, and Gatorade or whatever. Brother Gatorade. Brother Gatorade is Brother what we're Gatorade, calling them, right? Yeah. yeah, going to Boston, and then the second trade supposedly was you know my personal favorite. <clears throat> Except Ross Stripling, I wanted him to say. Jock Peterson, Ross Stripling, slash prospect, which uh, was reportedly supposed to be the Pages guy, Andy Pages. Yeah, Pages was going to go to... Right, uh, supposed to go to Anaheim uh, for Rengifo. Rengifo plus prospect. Or yeah, prospects. Or two. Who, yeah, who really knows? Never... Who knows? Yeah. Well, there was a hang-up on Brother Gatorade's medical, which uh, I'm pretty sure is not <laughs> a real thing, and he they didn't actually have a hang-up about it, but uh, they... More than anything to me, they were like, that's a lot of backlash for trading Mookie Betts for apparently not that much. And they were like, oh, no, wait, medicals are bad. We thought he was a starter. It's like, dude, he doesn't, he doesn't start like ever. He started in the minor leagues a little bit, but he mostly came in relief. Like yeah. he knew he was a reliever. He throws 100. There's no starters that just constantly throw 100. That's not a thing. I think the general narrative out of that came that, you know, everybody – there's not a single person, single pitcher that's thrown a ball that that their medical comes back, you know, squeaky clean. So you knew there was going to be something wrong with there. He's had Tommy John. He, you know, had a shoulder impingement last year, and he came out, you know, came out, and he was throwing easy hundred mile an hour cheese. How how could they have done all of that research as a professional baseball organization and a good professional baseball organization? How could they have done all that research and background on him for one of their star players and not checked any medical records or had any concerns before that and not known that he doesn't profile long term as a starting pitcher? Mm-hmm. I don't buy it. Not buying it. I think the Red Sox backpedaled because they realized the deal was not as in favor as their fans would have liked for trading their star piece. Yeah, I think honestly Twitter did kind of play a good part in it, and all the columns. That's one of the things you all know, have. We're going to play a, a, a good clip from um, my my conversation with Tim Never a little later in the show. But Tim was talking about that, you know, like some of the columns that were immediately coming out in Boston from you know some of the um, the columnists out there in Boston. They're basically 100 percent hunting for blood. So 
they wanted anything to go out for right. you know go after Heim Bloom on this. Your first move is boy, to oh trade boy. the 2018 MVP, a guy that you guys you know drafted and and made uh, made into this guy. Definitely tough to say, and importantly, John Gotti wants us to shout him out on YouTube. And we got is Eddie. John Gotti, a gangster. I think so. Yeah. Um, okay. Eddie Pollock over there is watching in North Carolina. That's Seeger country, so that's pretty cool. Thanks for hanging out with us, Eddie. Sorry for your last name being Pollock. That's his cousin. So that was those were the trade. That was the trade. Those were the trades that were uh, going to happen. Of course, ultimately, it seems they got better. Brother Gatorade bets price came to L.A. Unfortunately, Dugo is gone. Verdugi's gone. Oddly enough, Cheater Downs, who was in some of the original conversations um, of this this particular transaction, so Jeter Downs is gone. That's that's a pretty big loss, but it's something where you know we'll, we'll get into more of Jeter Downs and everything with with uh, our boy Tim Rogers, not Neverett, <clears throat> and then uh-huh. Connor Wong, and then uh, of course you know you lost another catcher with with Yair Camargo. Or Camargo, you lost Kenta, but you picked up Brother Caterade. You picked up an outfielder. You traded uh, for for Brian Dozier a couple seasons ago and you got yep. a draft pick. So yep. all in all, along with Anaheim pulling out of the deal, you know what? It it feels good. Honestly, feels if good. anything, it felt like the Dodgers were getting fleeced yeah. on the Anaheim deal. Yeah. So for them to pull out of that deal for me it was like I think you guys know I'm not the biggest Jack Peterson fan in the world, but what? I also didn't want to give him away for a half a sandwich and a, a half half eaten rangifo. What kind of sandwich are we talking about? Like not even a good one, like a like a fried spam sandwich or something like that. Artie Moreno's a coward. Yeah, Artie Moreno. Uh, if you're listening to this, which doesn't make sense why you would be, but Anaheim's in Orange County. You idiot. <laughs> so uh, before we get into the prospects and the players moving around, you know, we got to break down kind of the weird timeline of drama here. Again, it started with Boston uh, agreeing and then getting cold feet. It looks like Heim Bloom is not making friends in baseball very, very quickly. Yeah. Well, listen, if that's your first big move as a GM, <laughs> does that really make other GMs anxious to do business with you? Realistically, yes. I mean, yes. realistically, like, hold yes. up a trade like that. Are you a you know if you're the if you're Farhan, are you like, hey, I'm gonna I want to do business with the with the Red Sox? Or are you like, nah, screw that, I'm gonna do business with the Marlins because they give yeah. away their players. I'm gonna do business elsewhere for sure. Heck yeah, dude! I will drop especially my especially your first trade. It's like, yeah, you don't know what you're doing, but we're not gonna go to you. Yeah, and then for people watching on the podcast side, Gary's got a fun clip to uh, to throw up of of our friend Gratterall throwing. Like they didn't like the medicals, brother Gatorade, brother Gatorade. But uh, homie looks to be throwing pretty free and easy. Like and he's, we, got, we, he's got the mad sinker too. We man. saw the clips. He's throwing a hundred mile an hour sinker. Like I don't know about you, but Is I can't good? throw a hundred miles. Gary, can you throw hundred miles an hour? He can throw uh, a sinker if I'm throwing from the car. <laughs> The car is driving. Going, the car is going 100. <laughs> All right, what's your what's your zero to 100 miles an hour? Then? <laughs> so you can go ahead and uh, turn that clip off. It oh, goes it's on. been going on. Yeah, oh, no, it's yeah, off. yeah, off. Yeah, it oh, goes on for going, a while. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, it's somebody I, I stole it from uh, YouTube. I'll shout them out later on the on the post. So thanks to somebody for doing that work. But again, you mean MLB? 
No, well, yes, the, the <laughs> clips were stolen from MLB, but um, he caused quite the stir. Like his medicals pissed off a lot of people. <laughs> First of all, you well, know, what you, was his issue? I didn't see that. Nobody what said. Was the there's no clear thing about it. There's uh, there's nothing direct. He did have a shoulder issue last year, but that's it. So obviously the medicals were there. Um, Clark, the the what is his title? Executive director of the Players of Association. Bitching, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, something like that. Very <laughs> upset. Not happy with the man. way things were happening. Which. It, 100% reasonable. 100% yeah. reasonable. Yeah, that's you why Justin a lot of, Turner like got all pissy. Yeah, you know, I, like, you know I don't so totally much understandable. To, to to be fair, I don't so much feel for the big leaguers on the in that trade mm-hmm. so much. You know, you're getting paid a lot of money to, <laughs> to to be that guy, so I don't really feel that much for it. But mm-hmm. I do really feel for those younger prospects involved that yeah. first of all, don't have any money at all. Second of all, don't know where they're supposed to be packing their bags for this week because this week the teams are reporting so they're like yeah. i don't know where the hell i'm supposed to go am i going to florida or am i going to arizona minor leaguers make no money but thankfully baseball is thinking about changing up the playoff system that works you know what that's just like Beautiful. you are right on Beautiful. the money there rob in Manfred, addition to tony dumbass. clark though you also had it was yeah, on like one hand it turn. sucked but on the other hand it's like watching the players start to chime in and really stand yes. up i was like okay this is kind of cool this is kind of because you i mean it, historically we haven't <laughs> seen a lot of players other than like uh trevor bauer like speak up and is that really the guy you want to be the representative <laughs> i mean realistically yeah so jt was just like calling out reporters like hey you just don't tweet stuff until you know what's happening they did know what's happening and again they're doing they their did. job and that's part of a of a great conversation that's a bigger yeah. conversation that was yeah. heim bloom's fault i would i would put that at least 90 percent. i think it was i think it was misdirected anger but i understand yeah. where his frustrations were coming from but also uh Heyman just the worst responses to 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 that exchange like it could not have gotten imagine that john well Heyman. wow oh when has gosh, he had man. a good response john yeah, Heyman, I mean, he doesn't ever no. but that was especially bad i was like john just shut up dude john Heyman, who is at, widely known to be in scott boris's pocket who is back pocket back pocket yeah. and boris is not um you know somebody who cares so much about the public image and perception of himself so or people's it, livelihoods it all makes sense plus you know he was a new yorker all that kind of stuff it just sort of happens and then the other side of the deal the the of the original deal was Artie moreno's hissy fit Artie oh. gonna arnie he didn't like you have problems there chief sorry hit the beer on the arm <laughs> well here's the thing Artie really wants to be a part of los angeles for some reason that so it's a good thing he just signed a new deal with the city of anaheim that yeah. makes a lot of sense for some reason really wants to be a part of los angeles can't be so now he's just gonna you know I don't like Artie Moreno as I really don't like him. Anyways, he threw a fit, decided, yeah. you know, we don't need this deal. There's a lot of reports that came with it that like, hey, maybe the Dodgers decided that they didn't, but ultimately it was, what it sounds like yeah. Artie Moreno pulled the trigger on that one and said, Let's back out of this deal. <laughs> he probably thought he was gonna end up, you know, revisiting the conversation and he was gonna get more out of it, but the Angels were on top of that deal. I mean, it depends on who which yeah. prospects came back, but I mean, unless you're picking a top five prospect, Angels were on top. It of was that a deal. salary dump in a way for LA, and, and we're gonna we're gonna bring in our boy Tim Rogers right now, who knows a lot more about the uh, the money involved with with the Dodgers and all that, because he's stayed very much on top of of updating our payroll page at DodgersNation.com. Go check it out, guys. But you know. The, it felt like a salary dump, and then uh, in Moreno's side of things, you know, already um, millionaires don't like being told, "Okay, wait, you, you're you're going <sighs> to wait here for a minute, Chief." So, all that aside, it feels to me like it feels uh, to most people. Artie Moreno's not a millionaire anymore. He gave away all his money to Josh Hamilton and uh, Albert Pujols. <laughs> <laughs>
Bank Stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. The Dodgers came out pretty good. What's most people feel on that? So uh, to talk more about how good, we got to bring in our friend at SD Dodger Tim, our friend of the show, Mr. Tim Rogers. How you doing, buddy? Hello there. (laughs) So this is a lot. This was a this was a a big week, a busy week. Yeah, I mean, was it last week at this time? Everyone's Twitter was going bonkers with the initial trade, Um, and now Mm -hmm. it's finally done. Um, I, as you guys were just talking about, you know, the, the, I think it was going to be a salary dump to the angels and yep. captain obvious here, but yeah. when, when the Maeda money went over, you know, to the, to the twins and I don't know how they're going to distribute that. I have it that they're paying it all now, but it's probably not, probably not true. Mm-hmm. That put them over the, the salary cap, no matter what. Right. So even if they would have traded jock and strip, mm-hmm. it's still not going to do it. And then after the trade gets finalized, if you go look at the MILB pro- top 30 prospects, Andy Pages was came what went from not being on the list to being number 13. Oh. Um, yeah, and then our our, our buddy uh, Gratterall is number four, and they put him ahead of Josiah Gray, which is you know <laughs> stunning for me, <laughs> considering you know you guys probably know how I feel about Josiah Gray. Oh, uh, ti- time out of the year. Time out. There's a very important. Uh, the stream is 100 percent already on board with brother uh, brother Gatorade. So they're very excited about yeah. that. Yeah. If, that, if it doesn't say Gatorade on his players' weekend jersey this year, you know what? He's he's well. Now bag. I don't even know his real name. <laughs> know, I've just been calling him Brother Gatorade tough, now. But, it's uh, getting real real difficult well, over I, here. I had to I had to look at it again even before I went on. <laughs> yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's easy to forget. It's I don't know how to. Spell it now. I got a freaking. Don't worry, but you'll be it's, all right. You'll be like, right during like the grat. tweet. The, it's like grating. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Tim, a lot of moving parts in this. A lot mm-hmm. going on, uh, especially on the prospect side of things, which you're more familiar with. First and foremost, first thing we want to know is who's out. You know, you got Jeter Downs, you got Wong, you got Camargo, yeah. you got Verdugo and Maeda, of course. What are we losing in that trade in terms of prospects specifically? Well, you know, Verdugo. Uh, we lose a real, there's a really it's a really good player mm-hmm. um and and that he was n- number one going into the season last year for the dodgers prospects he proved how good he was i think if he's healthy the dodgers get past the nationals just because of the way he makes contact um jeter downs um probably projects as a second baseman so i'm kind of you know i i jeter's a good dude He's a, he's a, he, I think he's going to play up offensively. He's going to hit 20 to 25 home runs. Nice. Um, he's not, he's, he's above average at everything, but he's not great at anything. Um, and then, it's kind of like, which me. Is, yeah, yeah he's so, you know, on the, on the scales, if you look at the, you know, the, the way they rate, rate players in the minors, you know, he's like on the 20 to 80 scale, he's like a 50 to 55 across the board. And then Wong, um, you know, I love the guy. Uh, he's he is he's got some pop. He's keeps getting better defensively. Um, but we got you know we got Will Smith. We got yeah. Um, we, we got Ruiz. Ruiz. Um, I wish we had Russell Martin instead of Austin Barnes. Um, but you know, and then we got the Cartaya kid who, who's coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so 
Um, you know, the, you guys, I'm a prospect hugger. You know, I shed a couple tears, but we got <laughs> a literal Mookie, prospect hugger because you see them a lot. <laughs> yeah, he's we there. got Mookie bats. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, we had talked about it a little bit too. Sorry, and, yeah, and yeah, you're yeah. talking about trading from positions of depth in the organization yeah. big time. Like, you, you know, losing Jeter down sucks. That was a guy I was excited to come up and watch him play. And obviously I'd heard a lot from you about him. And so that was a cool thing to watch his career progress. But when we started talking about it, it was like, well, long term, where does that guy even fit in? You know, mm-hmm. if you're looking to keep some of these guys that are already on the roster, it's like <laughs> he's not a bench guy. Like he's going to start on a team somewhere. So yeah. in terms of depth. Yeah, you can afford to make that trade. It doesn't help. It doesn't, you know, it, it it doesn't hurt us to let him go to a different organization where he gets a better right. opportunity or anything like that. And then catching, for sure. You know, catching is such a – it's one of the deepest positions of our prospects, I would say. Mm-hmm. And so when, you, when you're when you looking at long-term, you're like, well, there's just not enough at-bats to go around at the big league level. we got to start moving some people. So and then that you, makes sense. At the same time, you look at, at shortstop, too. I mean, shortstop was now becoming a, a – you know another position or an area of depth in in the minor leagues. I mean, you just yeah, you just called up Gavin Lux, who they say you know knock on whatever this thing is made out of. They say he can play shortstop, but you still have you know glove first people whose bats might come along like like Amaya. But oh, the same yeah. the same time, you know you you do have a fully healthy Corey Seager coming into twenty twenty yes. for you know the next two years. You extend him, and then, you know, my conversation with Tim Neverett earlier, he's, he's talking about the fact that it's like, you know, you're trading a shortstop, but it's the Dodgers. If they want a shortstop, they can just go out and get a shortstop. Easy right. enough. That's true. Shortstops are a dime a dozen, aren't they? Apparently. Yeah. It's, it's a really deep position. <laughs> yeah. But <clears throat> that, that, that's, yeah. that's one, uh, of course, one side of it. Yeah. Yeah, they're not, yes, they, it's good talent and everything, but it is replaceable. And that's the bottom okay. line. Yeah. And we got Mookie Betts. Right. So we're going to talk about who we got now because mm-hmm. obviously that's the more important thing. That's what we want to shed the light on. And I <laughs> I, I don't know other than obviously we got Mookie Betts. That's very clear and obvious, and we're all very happy about that. We, have been, we didn't quite have him yet. <laughs> I think probably one of the most underrated parts of this trade uh might ultimately end up being getting David Price on the team. Mm-hmm. Obviously, brother Gatorade excites me because of a hundred mile an hour arm excites me. No matter how good your location is, if you can throw a hundred, I'm excited. But you know, we had talked about getting David Price for essentially what is it? What is it? Average off. It comes out to like sixteen million a year that yeah. we're getting him for, or mm-hmm. something like that. It's like holy yeah. cow, but, that's a hey, f- steep 15, discount. Fifteen, fifteen million a year on for the luxury tax. Purposes. That's what so I'm that's talking like, about. And so about. if you can, if you can have <laughs> one good season of David Price in there somewhere, mm-hmm. especially early on in one of the first couple of seasons, you can flip that dude for some pretty hefty prospects to a contending team. Like that's that's a becomes a real. <laughs> possibility if the Dodgers end up with a, a let's say a wealth of starting pitching which mm-hmm. they could end up having over the next two years so hey, I, hear I think Garrett that's Cole. one of the most underrated parts <laughs> Garrett Cole's available in nine years oh, there you go now you're <laughs> talking yeah there you go so go ahead, I, I was I personally was really excited about the idea of David Price turning things around even if he doesn't chances are he has a better year than Kenta Maeda so whatever yeah totally exactly and he he is somebody yeah I like him in the number three spot um, I, I still want somebody else, as I wrote about Clevenger. Mike Clevenger keep speaking into existence. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They got, they got, they got some new prospects they can Cle- use. Cleveland fans aren't happy at you. Uh, I'm seeing in the comments in that article, but a lot <laughs> of bad. people, yeah, a lot of people <laughs> very much want to see that deal happen, and it, and 
I mean, if the Dodgers wanted to make it happen, they 100% could. Will they? Uh, it's it's tough to say, yeah. but you know, Clevenger fits um, would fit this team leaps and bounds above. You know, oh, it's it's such a left-handed heavy rotation. It's quality outgetters for sure, but still, right. it's probably you, you would like to see a, a right-hander in there. Plus, just seeing Clevenger and Bueller together would be uh, be yeah. pretty damn exceptional. But you know, going on with that again, Gratterall is somebody yeah. that if we really Gatorade. if they wanted to do that, they could throw him back as a starter. I yeah, I don't know if he if that's the need he best suits. For this club in uh, 2020, it feels like it's really, as as Jane Brown here on the stream and Facebook says, you know, 2020 is looking good, and and Gratterall really helps that in the bullpen because all of a sudden now you went from Pedro Baez is like the fifth option as a right hander in the bullpen, and and granted it's a very right handed deep bullpen, but you know, in 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 your opinion, you know, what do you see happening with uh, with this 21 year old flamethrower from Minnesota? It wouldn't surprise me if they, you know, they do they do this type of stuff. They go, well, let's let's stretch them out as a starter and mm. see what's there. That could happen, um, but yeah, they're already saying they're going to do that with Dustin May, uh, which they should. <laughs> Dustin May, it, it, mm-hmm. I thought, did a they ended up doing a decent job in the bullpen, but he is a starter and he could be a star. Um, Gonzalez, you know, another guy, but this this guy, he seems to be ready for the majors. I mean. But, you know, if I look, when looking at his minor league uh, appearances, I mean, in 51 games in his minor, in a short minor league career, he's got 41 of them are starts. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's there, and they might be intrigued by it, but they're, gosh, if, if just like they have so many left-handers in the starting rotation, in the, in the minor leagues, they are so stacked with right-handed starters. It, it, it's like 12 guys uh, in the top 30 that are right-handed starters. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, uh, given that Kenley's always a, is a question mark, I do think he's going to be a little bit better this year. But we've got Trinan. Yeah. Nowhere to <laughs> go but so... up, honestly, for both of those guys. Well, yeah. you would hope nowhere to go but oh, up. You hope. <laughs> you really hope. Yeah. In I mean, face, really, the, the best case scenario is that the, the uh, Gretarol starts out in AAA because mm-hmm. everyone's doing so well. Um but yeah, come on, hundred plus mile an hour. Right? That's they, they don't have. They're they're starting to acquire more of those guys. But even if you, when you look at the top the top thirty, there's only one guy other than Gratterall that's hit it, and that's Carrillo. Yeah, who mm-hmm. did it? Um, Gerardo Carrillo, who did it in the Arizona Fall League. Um, yeah. So to get that velocity is yeah, I'm a velocity junkie. Yeah, Ga- just Gary, uh, you know, we're talking about spring training and what, the things that you have to do when you're behind the scenes over there. Yeah. There's a. Uh, a point where you can go stand when uh, pitchers are throwing, you mm-hmm. know, in, the, in that area. You should go stand behind the catcher when, when Gatorade's throwing because you, oh, if you want to sure. feel what a hundred mile an hour fastball looks video. like standing in the box, I'll stand in front of the catcher. <laughs> I mean, no, <laughs> don't, don't yeah, do that. No, stand, in, stand in the box, real, real quick. To, uh, I mean, obviously he wasn't the uh, the marquee piece of the the Gratterall trade. It was Gratterall, and then probably really that sixty seventh pick this this coming yeah. draft, but. Uh, Luke Rayleigh is a guy the Dodgers are getting back. Do you have any um, any real take on him besides just hey, you know, this is outfield depth at AAA? Yeah, he he was he was just kind of a throw-in. It looks like. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he only played uh, thirty-eight games. Uh, he had an ankle injury, so he missed a good four months of the season. 
So kind of a wasted season. I mean, he had a night. He had decent numbers for for that for that part of it, but he's he, he he's not that bad of a fielder. He's not. He's he's got decent speed. He's another lefty bat. Um, uh, he seems to have some power. Uh, there's people that that remember him from uh, from being in the Dodger organization before that really like him. Mm-hmm. That are friend, you know, friends of mine, and they're real happy that he's back. Friends so you know, and he is on the forty man roster. Um, so he he has a chance um, at, at making the big club this year for sure. Speaking of that forty man roster, of course, Ross Stripling didn't get traded. Of uh, all of us here are happy with because he's a friend of ours, and also he's a damn good pitcher. You know, twenty eighteen National League All Star represent right there. But all uh, <laughs> on top of that, Jock is still around. Um, the ones that didn't survive, <laughs> Tyler White and Kyle Garlic, both DFA'd. Yet somehow Josh Spores is still alive. Uh, what do you? What are your? What's your kind of take on the non-trade with Anaheim and then the two guys that were DFA'd? Well, I'm very you know looking at it now, I'm very thankful the trade didn't happen. Yep. Um, they are they are throwing their money around a little bit now, which is cool. Um, the the was it Renhifo? Mm-hmm. He sounded kind of interesting. Um, but it was it was going to be you know Stripling Peterson and then this Andy Pages who's just turned nineteen and yeah. crushes the ball. <laughs> what he hit eighteen for... home runs and like less than three hundred at bats last year in, in rookie yeah, ball. Or... Yeah, I was going to say I, I think the best part of the trade not going through was it's almost like we traded four Pages having him back. Uh-huh. I got really excited yeah. about that. It's like no, that much power that young is just not something you come by very often. He, he slugged six fifty one as an eighteen year old at, at Ogden. Yep. Ogden Ogden is not a hitter's area. Right. He, he does have that classic uh, let's strike out a lot thing, but <laughs> he's like the Adam Dunn of the Ogden. <laughs> oh man. Is he's there... actually he's he's good defensively. Oh, that's um, not Adam Dunn. So he's left-handed yeah, he, left-handed he DJ Peters. <laughs> no, not younger uh, DJ is, Peters can't feel Peters is righty. That, oh, that's right. I was I'm, I'm not You're thinking, thinking of Rayleigh. Yeah, I got Rayleigh on mine. Yeah. Big um, big big on him. He's not as good as DJ Peters, that's for sure. <laughs> DJ Peters is a monster of a human. Uh, uh, one yeah. of the things, as as Brooke pulls up here, I saw the news earlier that, uh, you know, breaking news for you guys who haven't seen it yet, of course, Mookie Betts will be winning. We'll be wearing number 50, and 33 will be assigned to David Price. So those are some quality numbers right there, you know. 48 for Gratterall. Oh, look at uh, that. don't forget! Don't go. forget, brother Gatorade will be wearing forty-eight. <laughs> because for anybody that missed it, uh, Gavin Lux switched from forty-eight to number nine at some point this yep. off-season. Uh, at some point this month, it might have been after this trade went down. So, prices prices never worn thirty-three at the big nope. level. So that's interesting. Well, he wasn't going to wear ten, fourteen, or twenty-four. So it's that true. was that was a thing. But <laughs> as we survive this off-season and we look through this off-season, and and I think all of us here would honestly give. Um, Andrew Friedman, very, very high marks for for his efforts. Uh, the, and then, by the way, I said Andrew Friedman, not Andrew Fraudman. Oh. So take that, yeah. Twitter. Friendman. Friend, <laughs> Andrew Friendman. But for especially, I would imagine, you know, you already talked about shedding a tear. For somebody like you, Tim, and we, we know a lot of our, you know, our friends on Twitter and all that, it, it's, a, it's kind of been of a, a, you know, a bit of a tough offseason for fans that are not fans of change. You know, we, we lost a, a good number of them base boys, as, as uh, the, the kids call them. <laughs> Ryu's gone, Maeda, Hill, Russ Martin's still out there. And, of course, um, you know, our David boy. David Freeze. 
David Freezer oh, retired. Freezer. Verdugo's the big one, and yeah. Gary Gary has a, a video he can throw up. Um, I think it was either our boy Eric V over at the Dodgers or Hunter Condo, one of their other guys, um, another one of their their fine team of Suchos, <laughs> fine team over there of Verdugo, and and just thanking the both Verdugo and Maeda. But uh, you know, it's just we we lost definitely a lot after what. Four, pretty much four seasons of not very much change. Um, the, well, the past two seasons have been like, let's get the band back together. Yeah, like, exactly. So it's, it's almost like the opposite. It's like, hey, we're splitting the band up because the band sucks. And I and I think I think uh, last week when we were on, so was um, Vasse, and he had Ethier on, and Ethier was talking about like, you know, maybe it is time time for a change. What do you think? You know, just kind of in your opinion, Tim. You know, what do you think this does for? You know the clubhouse for the chemistry and, and all that kind of stuff. You know just the the difference that maybe you know a little bit of a kick in the ass will do something different for this uh, this Dodgers club. Yeah, I mean, first of all, if 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 the, if the Astros didn't cheat, not, a lot of this doesn't happen. Um, <laughs> but it did happen. They have not won a World Series, and it's time. And I I think Friedman's starting to feel it. I think that they want. They want to get Kirsch. They want to get Turner and get Jansen rings. Yep. And this is the way, this is one of the ways to, to, to do it. They, you know, he's done an amazing job and it probably puts some people on notice too. I'm sure our friend strip and uh, Jock are probably, uh, probably, <laughs> uh, you know, feeling it a little bit right now. Um, and it just shows that, you know, what there are no sacred cows uh, that's you know anyone you know, we've heard Seeger's name in the rumor in the rumor mill. I don't want to trade him, but it's been out there. Um, it it's a, it is possible that you could get traded, and it's time to you know they're they're feeling this time to win. I think they're probably Cassin's probably getting tired of uh, making saying stupid things and then people yelling at him. Um, but you know Friedman's. He, he's probably tired of it too. He hears it. He's, you know, we, we know there's burner accounts and we know that there's mm-hmm. people out there spying and stuff and mm-hmm. they're tired of it, I'm sure. And uh, some of this is legacy. I mean, I've said it before, Caston and Friedman are so close to being Hall of Fame executives. Mm-hmm. But Well, I don't want to give any love to Stan Caston. I'm sorry. Well, yeah. I, well speaking of which, I just Tim, put in the notes, I, man. Tim, I said Stan Caston <laughs> deserves something right now. Yeah. T- Tim, I think you owe Stan an apology. You know, he was talking about real inside baseball no. economic stuff, you know, a couple of years ago. This is what he was talking about, man. He was getting us ready. So we owe it, it to him. It, and and you know the and a lot of people have talked about the discipline that Friedman has had. Yeah, and it's for true. sure. For I sure. mean, there's there's some players that that a lot of us wanted. I think the closest one that to bets that we all wanted was probably Yelich. But yep. imagine if we had Stanton, this doesn't happen. No, no way. We and re- we don't if have we him re-sign playing very Machado, many games. Yeah, if we re-sign Machado, this doesn't happen. If we sign Harper, Who? it doesn't happen. So if we get yeah. cold, I don't this know doesn't that happen. Name. There's there's yeah. so many oh. different things that is like yeah. that that if we had done it would have either fi- crippled we would have been crippled financially mm-hmm. or we wouldn't have had the prospects to do it or we wouldn't have wanted to give away whatever prospects we had left after that deal. So right. I mean, thinking about it, it's just like man, he really stood his ground on a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. and on top of all that, made a really great deal that didn't cost us very much. And got yeah. us a big yeah. savings on a good pitcher. Like, yeah, what were you I think today he said uh, this is the be- 
best player he's ever traded for. Yeah, and yeah. we'll ever you know, trade for. Yeah, and we'll ever trade for. So there's yeah, a lot, was, you know, little dig at. Yeah, he had know. a finger up to. Uh, like, this is to it, San guys, Diego no trades yeah. for sure. Yeah. You know, you you kind of you know you mentioned Strip in there. You mentioned Jock. We know Stripling is he's a nice enough man. He's a nice enough boy. He's a nice enough fellow to understand. And we know he's happy to be in L.A. He's happy to be in L.A. I've talked to him about it. He's happy to be in L.A. He didn't hear. I mean, hashtag sources say he's happy to be in L.A. We know this is something he can get over. Jock, on the other hand, seems like somebody that will kind of wear this. What, What are your thoughts on just that awkward Jock situation? Oh boy! So I've and I, sidebar. I've, do you think he lives past spring training? Two parter. So I yeah, I doubt he does. But and in you talked about wearing it. So it at the beginning of the twenty eight season down in San Diego. I mean, this is when Jock was awful, and people are going, <laughs> "Why isn't Tolls up?" And what you know? Yeah. And why did he? Why didn't Tolls make it out of spring training? And I was ha- hanging out outside, looking you know, doing the autograph thingy. And and, and head, walking across walking across the street was Jock, and his head was just so down. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I, and it's like no one bothered him. Everyone was just so you know, kind of bumped for him. He just kind of just waved to him, and he just, but you could just see that he was down. And I think he is going to wear it. Um, and and I saw somewhere, and I can't remember where, but there some some type of a possible promise that pa, to Pollock that he's playing full time. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if anyone else has seen that. And if I find it, I'll, I'll post it out well, there. Isn't the general consensus that Andrew Friedman is still really high on Pollock, and he 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 hasn't really gotten off that horse? Like he still or, or do you he not still want to make Scott Boris mad? They gave him a lot that, of money. But... They gave him a lot of money. Yeah, you know, just yeah. over uh, not that much money. Can I have well, sixteen still... million dollars, real quick, friend? If I was a, <laughs> if I was a team, maybe. <laughs> if I was a team, it's a good enough amount of money for somebody that now is lined up to platoon, and no doubt. For I sure. mean, you look at the idea, especially if Jock isn't leading off, as Logan Jones, uh, Logan Jones over on Facebook says, Jock's shoe game is weak. So shots fired right there. But as long as Jock is not leading off for this team, if you can, ha- you know, add. 36 home runs in you know a little bit more than half a season out of a player in like the six seven eight spot that i mean damn that's that's pretty damn good at the same time i don't think he survives spring training like we said like he's like not gonna die he's not gonna be a dodger anymore is what i'm saying guys but it would just be awesome (laughs) just just in like the limited interactions we've also had with him and gary and i have talked about this before he doesn't seem to be entirely happy or satisfied anywhere he is you know, mm-hmm. if you go to like some of the events and stuff, ice cream melts. The <laughs> true. AJ Gonzalez says, "Jock and whine about it when his lefty splits are higher than a pro hockey score." <laughs> Ooh, that shot's fired too. <laughs> but he just, you know, at events, he's like, he doesn't seem like he wants to be there. No. He doesn't look like he enjoys a lot of stuff. He doesn't do talking very good. So, I mean, in terms no, of this, especially him wearing it, like I can double. see him taking this very, very personally, and it just making it. Mm-hmm. I I feel awkward, and I'm not even involved in the situation. <sighs> I feel weird about it, and I'm that, like, yeah. geez. That's Man, an exceptional is, this, point there. This is this is this is awkward. So I can't imagine, you know, Thursday when pitchers and catchers start rolling in, and then inevitably he walks into the locker room and everybody's like looking up, like, oh, well, look at the tiles on the ceiling. Remember, they they talked about like clubhouse <laughs> chemistry a lot. You know, yep. mm-hmm. we know how it is. It's too. A big if thing. anybody's yeah. mopey around our office, like we tell them, like, no well, grumpy yeah. stand here. Yeah, we've you know, stand. We've we've of... no grumpy stand. You know, because we don't stand. want that kind of mojo around. But uh, yeah. you know, you got to figure. 
somebody like JT is probably going to put his his arm over his shoulder pretty quick and mm-hmm. and kind of you if know. he hasn't already yeah, yeah. It, it, you know you kind yeah. of you kind of fear too this sort of thing kind of creates a more clicky clubhouse there's so much change and all that all these dudes that have known each other for so long hell i think jock was on vacation with several players including kyle farmer when all this started going down so yeah wood wood belly yeah Yeah. it's gonna be weird and and they'll uh, i'm sure they'll take care of jock but i wouldn't be surprised to hear that you know it it, friedman did tell him look we're we understand the situation we do want to try to move you we want to try to get people more more playing time because well we talked about all this awkwardness but didn't really point out the fact that the you know, Jock's um, salary arbitration hearing was last week. Yep. It did not go well. He lost. Nope. He he also lost. You know, the the motion to try to push it back. Yep. All of it. <clears throat> I mean, it just looks really bad. It looks really trade, bad. Trade with the Yankees. He's a, he's a he's an exceptional you know baseball player. The best outfielder the Dodgers have per, defensively per, per Paul Duca. Per Paul Duca, who apparently oh, like since last time I saw Paulie is he really started taking to weed. But <laughs> anyway. A lot's going to happen at spring training, and it's going to be fun. And you know what, boys? Pitchers and catchers report this weekend, or this Friday. So it, it's happy times for all of us. And uh, all, I think all four of us are going to be out there at spring happy training. Happy fun time sports. Yep. Wait, oh, Tim going to be out there that weekend? Tim, Tim's going to be out there with oh, us. Oh, damn. we yeah. got to go to uh, pizza. Yeah. Oh, I need pizza. Oh, the yeah. Ghirardelli's? Or yeah. <laughs> Gir- we're going to Giordano's. We're yep. going to Angel's. A- 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 what is it? Ale Trumpet? I don't know. You guys know. You heard the ad read. Yeah, yeah there's an ad read. Yeah. You know the thing. You know the lyrics. Anyways, all right, Tim. I mean, everybody already knows, but tell people where to find you on the internet and uh, and find all the, the exciting Tim-ness. Yeah, on, on, yeah <laughs> Tim-ness. It's, uh, uh, tw- Twitter is at SC Dodger and same with Instagram. So those are the main places. You're supposed to take longer for that. <laughs> oh. Tim Rogers, SD Dodger and, Tim. And uh, DodgersNation.com slash authors slash, yeah. Slash Tim. Slash, yeah. slash Tim Rogers. Yeah, dot, org. dot org. <laughs> Once again, Tim Rogers, thanks for joining us, and thank you for giving us all of the insider, uh, real inside baseball prospect talk uh, with Brooke. Yeah, Tim, Tim, <laughs> Tim, the face of the franchise. We appreciate you, Tim. So, more Mookie, though. We got to talk about our fully operational Death Star. Ooh. Guys, this is a pretty locked and loaded team, no doubt. The Dodgers have added a bona fide star in Mookie Betts, already joining a, a very loaded roster that's still, I mean, how many home runs did the Dodgers hit last year? Like 256? A lot. Is a lot the right answer? Mookie had an air quote down year and hit 29 home runs and still posted like about seven wins above replacement as we saw you know joe davis making fun about that um as we prepare here to to crack open a beer because we do have a a video clip here of an interview uh with our friend tim neverett uh we also got to talk about our friends at at figaro mountain because we got a brewery that sent us beer guys we finally guys we got a beer sponsor like this is what brooke and i have talked about for how long have you been doing the show now? Like 30 uh, years? Almost uh, over, 79 over years. A year. Are they on Twitter? Ooh. I don't know. At oh. Fig Mountain it might be, but Figaro Mountain was nice enough to give us a, a good amount of beer because they understand how we operate about our love. Drunk. So shout out to them. This this one looks meaty. 7.2. We're going to be we're going to die. So cheersies. Thank you to Figaro Mountain. I put mine in a koozie. 
because I wanted there to be equal Ooh, representation. They gave me a Bordello. It is smooth. Yeah. Well, uh, that was his fault. Well, there's one back here if you want it after. Oh, yeah. Just check. Are you I'm, I'm to find him? We have a four-pack <clears throat> back here because we drank two. But um, I'm done with this one. So, so anyways, while, while we are excited about uh, Mookie the player coming to L, I understand. We can see his stats. You can go on Baseball Reference. You know his stats. But, you know, there's more to Marcus Lynn Betts than just baseball. So again, I had the opportunity to talk with Dodgers broadcaster, Mr. Tim Neverett, who was a Boston uh, Boston broadcaster over there at the Red Sox for I think three or four seasons. He was there for a little bit. He was, he was part. For a minute. He was part of the you know, the championship season as well in eighteen. That may or may not have been ill gotten, but we won't get into that. But he had an opportunity to see him firsthand. So he, Tim was nothing but high on this fine twenty seven year old coming to town. Obviously, you're you're in a, a wealthy position of knowledge to to talk about it. Uh, you know, just tell us a bit. You know, tell Dodger fans a bit about uh, what they can expect out of Mookie Betts in L.A. It's going to take about five seconds before L.A. falls in love with Mookie. Uh, he's just that kind of player. He's got an electric personality. He's so good on the field. He's so good with his teammates. He's so good with the fans. He's just a good person, and he does a lot of things. Um, you know, off the field very quietly. Uh, and he just does them because he's a good person. You know, for example, <laughs> during the World Series in 2018, somebody spotted him uh, after one of the World Series games at like, I don't know, midnight or one in the morning, uh, giving trays of food to, to homeless people who are camped out by the Boston Public Library, mm-hmm. which is relatively not all that far from Fenway Park. Uh, but he didn't want anybody to know. And he was upset that somebody found out because he said, I, I don't do it. So people can, you know, say, hey, what a good guy. He, he does it out of the goodness of his heart. And he'd have been happier had no one ever found out. Yeah, he, he's uh, not. He doesn't strike me as somebody that does it for the gram, as they say no, these days. No, no, no. And he's he's just, uh, you know, he's good around the clubhouse. He's not that overly, you know, uh, boisterous, rah-rah kind of guy. He's not going to come in and pound his chest and go, this is my team now. (laughs) He's not going to be like that. He is going to go about his business. He works hard. He gets along with people, but he's, he's all business when he gets to the ballpark. Um, But he, uh, you know, he's really, really good at every aspect of the game. So that's, um, that's somebody that you're excited to add to your club, I feel. I definitely feel like that. if you could add somebody to the talents of that, but also just the nice guy that that he sounds like he is. Well-rounded ball player, you well, would say. Yeah, to, on and know, off the field. And we're going to have more with that that Neverett interview on our uh, YouTube channel. It'll be on YouTube.com slash Dodgers Nation TV. Uh, that should be coming out later today or, or sometime early tomorrow. Uh, but it's a really good conversation. Yeah, he's going to fit right in with all the all the charity work that the Dodgers already do. I mm-hmm. think uh, yeah, this big, Dodger team does that. a lot. Yeah. yeah, compared to like but you the, the Lakers, you know, like this team really helps out the city and does a really good job with right. the charity work. So for sure, you know, you, uh, you, he's going to fit right in. You kind of wonder though, it's like it, it's lining up to be his, you know, one season. His only season in L.A., we don't know if he's going to stay. Does he want to establish a lot uh, you know, of, of charity Look, efforts? I mean, Maybe. honestly, he has an opportunity. If he wants to make a big influence and he wants to set something of his legacy on for Los Angeles or anywhere in the world, this is a great city to do it in. Mm-hmm. You know, just look at the – if you play well, you work hard, and you do everything right, and you do help the people back here in L.A., 
look at the way the city treats you. Mm-hmm. You know, we're still dealing with a lot of the Kobe stuff, but he, the <laughs> world saw like what this city can do to appreciate somebody that does that. Yeah. And this, the world gets to see what this city can do together. If we want to contribute to something, mm-hmm. you know, donate to the right charities and, you know, help out the right people. I, Mookie has always struck me as that person. I heard the story back in, in the world series and he's always been the kind of player. I was like, that's the kind of player I want on my team because he's going to, he's going to give back to the city. You know, mm-hmm. for what it's worth, uh, he hasn't, you know, he hasn't posted about it anything. When I he, mean, he well, has to show Boston he's grieving you know, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you know, on 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 the on his Instagram, on his whatever social media, he's not a huge whatever. Twitter guy for yeah. whatever that's worth. He's not. Um, it, he doesn't totally actually smart. No, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I kind of yeah. feel like that he doesn't. Plays he up. doesn't engage in that. Uh, for what it's worth, he's also not really a big social media guy, just in general. Like mm-hmm. he posts once every couple of weeks feel really dumb saying that and talking about that but uh <laughs> the dude doesn't post very often so he's not super involved in social media he's kind of like bellinger you know how belly yeah. kind of just posts when he's with his buds and like yeah. having mm-hmm. fun kind of and he doesn't really other than that say anything <laughs> kind of like and, him a little and, bit you know that's part of the conversation you know more of the conversation that that uh, tim never and i had it's like you know he doesn't like you know what's part of that interview he doesn't do the stuff for the gram he doesn't try to do anything to really point it out i mean you know obviously somebody like like JT and somebody like Kershaw, they're a little bit more, you know, open and visible with their charities because they're in LA. You got to yep. figure the hashtag Hollywood lifestyle. You can get some more, more people out here and get more money out of people. You know, the, the last couple of seasons we've gone to, um, to Kershaw's uh, ping pong tournament. You know, the, the, each of the last two were hosted by uh, what's Breaking Bad guy's name again? Guy who do, does the meth. <laughs> Brian Cranston Brian does the Cranston yeah. does the bought math. out each of the last two years because he was the MC of the event he bought yep. out the first like one of the squares you know it's $6,300 or whatever yep. like that which again for the celebs it's chump change but they also can't just give all their money to that it's whatever but yeah for sure you know I, I you would really think like that was one of the things I said last week too it's like the idea of having him here having Mookie Betts here in LA here with the Dodgers on day one at Camelback Ranch is going to play up so much because he's going to get to know these guys. He's going to see the the charitable efforts. You know, you know, we've made a little bit of fun here, at Manny Ramirez or Manny. Uh, well, Ramirez too in the show over time. Manny Machado. <clears throat> you know, Manny showed up. He did some charity efforts, but he did show up to to. Um, yeah, Walter White. He showed up to Kershaw's ping pong tournament in his one season here. You know, yep. he's only been on the Kershaw's team for a couple of weeks. Yeah. yeah, he yeah. was there. Yeah, yeah, he was there. And he and dressed the right way. Johnny, <laughs> Johnny Hustle is uh, uh, TMR spec for Timber spec. Uh, we got, we got another Twitch person. Wow. Oh my Twitch gosh. Twitch is lit today. Timber, TM Timber spec four. Spec four. Wow. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome. Did or you did, TMR spec? Yeah. Yes. Pr- hey, hey, Perez. Did you make like a welcoming basket for the rest of your Twitch people? Like, yeah, on top Perez, of this, you're a Twitch, you're, you're a Twitch moderator. Look, man, if we're gonna pay you to to upkeep Twitch for us, then we're gonna need you to you know properly <laughs> greet these people. Perez. Jimmy Come Foster says you guys are boring now. Change the subject. I'm sorry that giving uh, is boring oh. to you, but you know what it is. What it is. So, um, oh look, another <laughs> Twitch person. Look at all these Twitch people wow, coming out of the woodwork on Twitch today. Oh, it's we Laduca. got a Twitch. It's Paul Laduca. <laughs> it's Importantly, Laduca. beyond all the stuff, well, Dodger Blue Bleeder. Have you seen him? Yeah, 
It, okay. There's a number one. There's a number, a number of them. We're doing it, guys. But yes. they're, uh, again, on top of, of all the niceties that, that Betts does bring to the community, even though he might not post about it, again, the most important thing to all of us, he's a damn good baseball player, and he puts his team in the best position to win ball games. And not only are we excited, but so are projection systems, because Pakoda, and I should have made a, graphics, uh, a graphic for this, but Pakoda, uh, projected the Dodgers to win, what is 103 wins a season? Right. Which is three less than last year, which was a franchise record, but weak. still. <laughs> Weak-ass team. It was a lot more than the 93 or uh, 98. You said I said 93 on, on uh, Channel 5 last year. but I did what say you, 98, didn't I? What do you I'm guys feel? You. What? <laughs> A better person than you. Uh, you're talking about 103. Uh, look, are you I taking mean, the over or the under? I'm taking the over. Oh, I'm taking the over on, on 103? 103. Yeah, and here's the thing: I'm taking the over on 103 by saying they're going to win 105. So I'm not taking that much over. If we're talking about the what? over. I think the Dodgers will win 105 games last year. You the went West, over 99, right? I said 98 last year. Oh, yeah, okay. I took the over, but 98. Yeah. I'll take the, was, the over. I think was I think it was set at ninety four or something like that. Something like that yeah. So yeah. you 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 thought they'd go slightly <laughs> under. I thought they'd go slightly over. I will take the under just because one hundred three is high. There will be some learning curve. Let's just stay consistent with how we do things <laughs> yeah, exactly. over and under. Yeah, I, but I do think they win over a hundred games. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh wow. That's yeah. that's a that's you know, hundred two hundred. Who is talking on that microphone? Uh, Which microphone? Uh, you because because I took the under. Man, that, you weren't Clint. Man, you did not. Yeah, you would usually go over, right? No, he usually goes under. Oh, no, I mean I'm he goes under. I'm guy? sorry, you go under. <laughs> you said I'll go over. Boy, you, did you just guess 105? No, I I said I guess 105. Oh, you guess 105. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just went under. Oh, okay. I went under the Good, 103. Perfect. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, I, I'm, we got I'm, bold I'm, prediction. I'm convinced. I'm I'm convinced that they're going to be a 105 <laughs> win team, and they are just going to. Uh, so we had a couple. I saw a couple people say that you know there's Mike. there's going to be a few 120. Jeez, Mike says 120 on Easy, Periscope. Mike. Hell yeah! Um, I saw a couple people say that they thought a few NLS teams might give us a run for our money, not necessarily take the division, but make it close. I really don't no. see that happening at I'm all. Scared of the Rockies. There's no one to be afraid of, really. People are like, oh, the Padres got some players. And it's like, yeah, they got some bats for sure. And Tatis is you know, going to be an animal of a player all year mm -hmm. long. He's going to he be a pest healthy. if he's healthy. Mm -hmm. But you still can't discount the fact that you have one for sure starting pitcher and four maybes. And big maybes at that. Big maybes. Quality maybes. Quality maybes, Quality but big. big maybes. And uh, beyond that, they got a good bullpen. Padres have a good bullpen. They have a but great bullpen now historically, the most recent wheeling Historically, dealing. the Dodgers are very good against Padres' bullpens. And for whatever reason, I'm not sure why, they've tore up Kirby A to yeah, the wasn't past. Most and that guy of, is like a lights-out reliever. Most of his ERA like uh, against the Dodgers. was against the Dodgers last yeah. year. Damn. So I'm going to take the over. I'm going to say 105. I'm going to say they run away pick? with that division. All right, I'll go 101. I'll 101. say 101. There it is. That's good. good. Somebody good book, bookmark it for me. Did oh. it mess up in September again? Dan from Cali yeah, says 110 <laughs> wins. We got uh, Lippenduka on Twitch saying Excuse 100 me? wins. Perez1619 says Gary Lee for commissioner. Of what? Yes. Thank of the you. world. Roach says, all I care about is 11 in October and... Um, I don't use the, the bell, the desk bell enough, so I'm going to go with that. <laughs> so this guy said, we're going to clinch before the All-Star game or what? <laughs> hey, what's our magic number right now is what I'm asking. <laughs> I was going to post that earlier on, on Twitter. That, what do I know? Uh, Ernie, Ernie says 113 wins over on Facebook. 113, that's a lot of wins. 
Mm-hmm. I think people forget how many wins. Allegedly. What's the record? 116? Sure. I forget. Yeah, it's 116. Mariners, right? The Mariners. Yeah. James Brown Who also says, did not win the World Series. 100. Yeah, they, didn't give it out of the, they didn't even get out of the first round. That's how it goes. Hell yeah. yeah. You don't want to win the most. <clears throat> Sorry, this is a spicy beer, guys. Uh, what seven point two alcohol by volume? Thank you, Fig Mountain. Love Thank these. you, Fig Mountain. I already love them. We have and we have more flavors to try. There's a coffee one. We're going all night one? long. Yeah, I don't know if it's good. James Brown, I'm sure it is. Did victories. they say we're supposed to finish all of it tonight on the show? No. Oh. Charles can, Hamill. That's not in my contract, deal, right? That's our not boy, my contract. Our boy Hamill says 104 and 58. Dick Hooker says 110. Logan Jones coming in hot. 104 and 58 doesn't add. Yeah, it does. Never. You know what? I'm going to build something on the site where everybody can put their number in and then we can come back to it during the parade. My that's, wife says okay. 12 because it's her favorite number. <laughs> Maybe mean, she meant 12 losses. Yes. No. There you go. Yeah, sure. <laughs> They're going to win 150 games. 2020 Dodger chat says I'd be happy with 85 wins in a parade. So AJ says there's a new sheriff in town. Hell think yeah, about how crazy this fan base would be if we only won 85 games. Think about the roller coaster drama on Twitter. Well, the Between good news is if, all we those won, wins. if we only won 85 games, then that means that we'd probably trade off a lot of people at the deadline and get yeah. a lot of prospects. So whatever. I'll, I'll would always be, be unhappy, it would so be it doesn't matter. fire if uh, we'd only win 85. <laughs> so chances are. Who's going to run Twitter? Who wants to run chances, Twitter for that? Yeah. Chances are we're going to win a lot of ball games, but um, thankfully things in the playoffs will be normally <laughs> normal this <laughs> Hey, that was a killer segue. After you. <laughs> I crushed thankfully. it. <laughs> thankfully, playoffs aren't going to change. The formatting is not going to change this offseason. Oh, and for more, or this po- this coming postseason, and for more, we're going to go to Brook Me 3 live at the desk. <laughs> live uh, in field. Live in field. No, I'm not kidding. Well, look, there's the whole idea. You guys uh, maybe have heard about it, but Major League Baseball is considering changing the playoff format. And, okay, I'm going to admit to you guys something. I'm not okay with admitting this. I'm not proud of it. I was really low on the idea of two wild card teams. Can you believe that? Back in the day? Yeah. When I was an old man. Like in like, my what were you? What were you, 15? <laughs> yeah, I was something? pretty young. And, and I was like, don't change the game of baseball! Yeah, <laughs> it's weird to think of the fact that uh, the day baseball broke when there was you know the two game 163s or 160, whatever the hell it was, you were, right. you weren't even 20 yet. Yep. <laughs> Fucking kid. I mean, freaking kid. Walker! <laughs> Uh, the FCC, if you're listening, uh, my name is at Diamond Hoggers. Uh, anyways, it's Major League Big Baseball. Mountain. You, could, you could talk to them. Major League Baseball is looking at changing their playoff format. Whether or not that actually goes through, it might not. But part of that would be, it gets real, real LA on us right here. Moving from 10 to 14 teams and adding a kind of... What do you, what are they calling it? The reality TV type of format to determine who, who which teams play each other? It's a little weird. It, it coincides so, so, with what, like the the TV contracts are expiring, which yep. is a big thing behind it too. So they're gonna, they're going to need those big contracts again, and those big char- I, Here's the thing: those big contracts are going to come regardless. I, we don't have to. We don't have to change the playoffs, guys. But what? It's heavily influenced by it. The best team in the league receives the buy into the division series. The two remaining division winners and the wild card team with the best record of the four advance each host each of the best of three series games. But here's the kicker: the division winner with the second best record gets to select its wild card opponent from three wild card winners not hosting a series. The division winner with the worst record then gets to choose its opponents from the remaining two, and the final matchup is the wild card winner with the best record against the wild card team not yet chosen. So. 
it gives teams a choice on who they, depending on their record, depending on their position, and depending on the seating. It's really strange. It's really backwards. I kind of hate it. It's kind of I like the NBA All Star Game, picking your own. Team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it has it definitely has the you know the 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 tourist All Star Game ish feel to yeah. it, where it's like yeah. fun in games. It's like no wait, this is the playoffs. This is real life. <laughs> I think the idea is that it's they're hoping uh, we don't need like the theatrics of it all, but we're hoping they are hoping. Oh, that they're going to make a show no, out of it. I want the theatrics. They're going to make a show out of it. Gin, trust me. Gin Rummy on Periscope just won. They said they said they hand out roses to the teams moving forward. <laughs> that's good. That's really good. Elite. That's an elite comment that's right really there. Good. I like that a lot. <laughs> Anyways, they're hoping that it stops teams from taking tanking. Tanking, tanking is a big problem in baseball right now, guys. If you guys don't know, I know we're really, really, really spoiled that we get to be in L.A. and, and watch one good team. and uh, One you know, team in L.A. There's one team, only one yeah, there's anyway, just one yeah, team, yeah. There's the Lakers and the, the Dodgers. I don't recognize any other party? L.A. teams. The problem is in the lower markets and some of the smaller markets, teams aren't doing well. Fans aren't showing up in the mm-hmm. first place, and even in some markets where teams are doing well and fans aren't showing up, Tampa Bay, teams are tanking as a result of it. You look at the Marlins, who are just – and the Orioles. Like, the Orioles might – the Orioles this season might be putting out the worst roster I have ever seen in my entire life. And I played on bad. a 1-19 team in high school. <laughs> it is a bad, bad roster. And, and you- so there's there's – there's got to be there's there's got to be a point where Major League Baseball steps in and is like, stop losing on purpose. We need people to watch the games, please. Roach says when half the league makes the playoffs, it's a joke. It is a problem. It is. Like it keeps building. And you know, back back in the good old days, yeah, you know, when only the what the two teams made it or whatever the hell it was. <laughs> there or, were only two playoff teams. Was, that was bad. Yeah. I, yeah. I, once the wild card. Like the original wild card came in and what was a ninety seven or something like that. Like that I feel like that works. You know, it gives people more to play for. I thought I wouldn't be overly on the twenty was a twenty thirteen introduction of the second wild card team per division, but yep. it, it does it makes the game more fun, but still it gives more teams something to play for, but still it's too much. You know, they they were going on about it on MLB network a lot today and I'm surprised by the people that are in on it, but beyond that right now, uh, I'm not surprised by the people who are not in on it. Mo- namely, the players are not a big fan of it. But, you know, I, I lost my train of thought right there. You don't like it. How I don't. That? I'm not a big fan. I think it. it's just trying too hard. You are a big fan. I am not a big fan. Oh, I see. Another fan. Anyways. Um... Uh, thanks to our sponsor. Uh, ultimately, to me though, right now is this the right? Is this what baseball is Look, supposed dude, to be if, doing? If you're talking about the CBA about to expire, like this is the CBA is about not... to expire. You haven't even wrapped up the 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 findings in your your friggin' <laughs> Red Sox scandal. You don't know how to punish people. You clearly are not out from under the bus on the Astros punishment. What the f are you guys doing, Rob Manfred? What's wrong with you? And apparently, you know somebody. In the stream immediately was like cue the Trevor Bauer rant and Bauer <laughs> Bauer you know hired like three people to record him here's randomly the, here, here, here's and edit the, here's, videos. Here's the thing: I, I didn't hear it. I saw somebody. <laughs> I saw somebody. Like I saw somebody on Twitter where they're like, 
They're like, I think Bauer realized that fans like when he yells about baseball and not about fans. This <laughs> and he been... definitely caught on to it. Like, oh, they are eating this crap up. This has been a really good offseason for him, like, he's building up brand. fans, even though he's kind of like a dick of a person. He's not a great dude. We don't know everything about him. I've never met the boy. But I love the fact that he speaks out but so But if you're clearly. yelling at your damn employer... Proud of you, boy. That, that's clutch right there. Alex Wood is not a fan. He, he was talking about how the Kansas City Royals just sold for a billion dollars. What? Like They're still in the league? Sure, they just won in 2015. They won a World Series. Salvador Perez by the team. <laughs> he, he didn't make that much in free agency. Still, like... Artie Mariano <clears throat> bought in six. Um, the Los Angeles Royals of Kansas City. Sh- oh. Shrug on, on Periscope says, uh, the wild card games have been amazing. Don't change it. Yeah, I think with where we're at, you, you've you maximized the amount of teams you can get in there. You've maximized the revenue. Uh, just walk away. Just walk away from like where you're at right now. Clearly, it, it just it feels so much like they're trying to... Uh, sure. Thank you. Uh, Mookie Betts says, I love you, Clint. I appreciate Thanks, Mookie. you, Mookie Betts. Did you, <laughs> did you know T-Mobile gives their customers a free year of MLB TV? It's and, Katie and said Disney that. Plus. I didn't know that. Well, Verizon, Verizon does Disney Plus, too. Katie, don't that. be bringing your sponsors in here. All right? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Katie, if you can hook it up, <laughs> I don't want to pay for it again. I, I'll still not um, get out from under this this whole stupid playoff thing without it just feeling like it's it. just sure, a proposal, right? Sure, yeah, it's a proposal. Sure, they've probably been working on it for a little while. Here's, it's not the right time to bring it up, but it just feels to me like they're trying to distract from the Astros yeah, talk and the yeah. buzzers. It's <laughs> That's trying to the avoid thing. the buzzers. They're like, oh, they're pissed off about it. Really we're going to change the playoffs and make it stupid. Yeah. And we're like, well, playoffs, I'm pissed. And then you're like, they don't even remember the Astros thing. The National League. Yeah. yeah. And then you forget. Oscar Gomez buttons it up perfectly. Why? I try and reinvent baseball. It's true. That's what they're trying to do. Try and change it up again. Anyways. I'm all for changes. I'm all for, you know, improvements. I'm all for that. But <laughs> this is not an improvement. This is weird. Kate says, don't need to become like all the other sports where 50% of the teams make playoff. <laughs> uh, Pat Dwyer is not a fan of the wild card. You know, I, I wouldn't Me and terribly... You, you mean you. Wouldn't terribly be uh, you know opposed to them making maybe making it you know best two or three in the wild card. No, yeah, but not I don't. More teams. I don't. I don't. I'm not a huge fan of the wild the winner take all. <clears throat> I'm not mm-hmm. a huge fan of that. You don't. You catch one team on a bad day, it's bad. That's why I don't like playoff football. Yeah, that's my biggest biggest. That's why I don't like playoff field football. Goals. Yeah, straight, straight. This guy said, "Where's Brooke? I was expecting a cute girl. I was lied to." Straight nasty. You, you listen, listen <laughs> here. You and every single person that's communicated we with over email for the past ten years. All right, bud. <laughs> All right, relax. So we're gonna introduce I'm and try our name. best. ASL. <laughs> try to try try our best to introduce a new segment to end the show each week. Uh, I'm gonna call it Final Thoughts, unless we decide to come come up with something more clever. T H O T S. If anybody is really good with graphics and all that stuff, like if you guys want to make like motion graphics and different cards for Gary to push, you know, buttons on as we Send them. change. Yeah, we're happy to you know plug your guys' stuff. Any <laughs> anyway, for the inaugural Final Thoughts with Brooke and Clint. T H O T S. Jock apology. So last week, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, this is I'm I'm putting this on you honestly because I think you we're kind of stuck with him right now, so you slightly owe it. It's not like it's a half-hearted apology. What are, what are the odds he's going to ever run into me though? 
You know we get like uh, you know we get like might press. see you. Soon, I, I know yeah. that we get credentials and stuff, yeah. but like maybe you guys just do it, and then I won't ever have to see him this year. He knows. We like, I, I know he we does. Saw, okay. we, like, I know he does. I tried to get him free ice cream, but he was like, "No." Nah, cool. We've had a lot yeah, of we've had a lot like of us. happy. We've had a lot I think of happy. Cool. Son of a bitch. We've had a lot of happy and a lot of analysis today on, uh, on the show for sure. Um, we've also had a lot of bitching. <laughs> We also had <laughs> Figaro Mountain. Sorry. I already said F. You know, come on. We're I got. I got to change this to explicit. Gotta, yeah. But there's one thing we do need to address. Last week, certain hosts of certain shows were very excited that the Dodgers were trading Jock Peterson. Certain shows. Of certain shows. Uh, things may have been said in the heat of the moment and the excitement of getting Mookie Betts and also trading Jock Peterson that uh, you know maybe you should extend uh, certain people should extend an apology of sorts to Young Jock. Um, I'm just putting that out there. It's part of the apology, though. Well, go ahead and start apologizing. Am I apologizing? Yeah, it's, it was you. You mostly well, Here's the thing, Jack. I assembled a... I'm, <sighs> we're sorry. Oh, I assembled an Asari gift pack for him. We got beef jerky. I've got Funyuns. Um, not a sponsor. I've got peanut butter M&Ms and Twix. Taste the rainbow. So, in, in terms of of being sorry for what I said, you know, sorry is just such an arbitrary, you know, subjective word. You know, what did, what does sorry even mean? What does it mean to be apologetic in 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 your opinions and and you know, it's just like your opinion, man. Like it, you know, who knows? You might have what to wear his means. jersey, man. I have his jersey, and, and Katie already pointed it. out to me that it's mustard stained, and I remember that. Here's the deal. <laughs> You're on my team. I support you. Yep. All right. If you're not on my team, you know GTFO. But uh, you know he's here. So Masuki while he's on here, team. yeah, Jock, I love you. Thank you for being. Thank you for being present. In, in <laughs> what this flavor team. would you like? You I know? feel you in this chilies tonight, and uh, you know. <laughs> Whatever. I, I can't say, like, I'm sorry, but I apologize. <laughs> Tim says uh, orange slices. No, we're trying to make it up to him, you know, again, no, some things. He's not so healthy. <laughs> I went to 99 cent store today. He can afford it. If he wants better snacks, he's got $7.75 million. So, anyways, he can get more. Could have Gary, had more. Here's, here's some jerky for you. Thank that you. was a good throw, oh, by the perfect. way. So, Don't anyways. Throw him a beer. <laughs> Riot Wars' Twix. Taste Wait, the rainbow. Wait, I can really open this? That's up to, I don't know. Whatever. We're about to end the show. The point is... Uh, Mookie Betts is a Dodger. We got a very deep lineup. Everybody's happy. Everything is rainbows, um, including Twix and Skittles. We do have a second podcast. We will be doing it this week. Uh, it's going to come out on Friday, so make sure you guys check that out. We're going to talk. Actually, we will be talking a bit about um, the Astros. I think we got to touch on that a little bit. We're going to be going through more of the comments that we didn't uh, read today on this show, so make sure you listen. Make sure we uh, find out whether or not we pulled your comment but also uh i got a bone to pick with one hashtag mlb scout about his analysis of verdugo and the dodgers being their their antics they're they're an antics laden team so anyways it's 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 kind of teriyaki because i'm asian yes i didn't i just i literally didn't pick anything i walked to the 99 cent store i was mad i was in public i hate people i hate you all Anyways, thanks, guys, for tuning in. You guys can find us on the internet at DodgersNation.com. <clears throat> Subscribe. Cut, cut dumb. <laughs> Subscribe yeah. to Blue Heaven on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Stitch Radio, Player FM, and oh, so many more. And make sure, please... Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. That is youtube.com slash DodgersNationTV. We have a lot of content going on over there. Thank you to Fig Mountain for throwing some beer in our room. We really appreciate it. It's going to be an interesting couple of weeks until we finish the Fig Mountain beer. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> it's gonna keep going. I'm Bro- I, what, what am I? Who am I? I'm at Brookme3 on Twitter and Instagram. This guy over here is at RealFRG. Jack Peterson, we love you. Uh, we are at Dodger Nation on Twitter, at Officials Dodger Nation on Instagram. And huge thank you to Mr. Gary Lee. Hit the button, buddy. There you go. I'm glad you didn't hit the other one. You know, that one. Uh, thank you guys all for your questions and comments. Thank you for... <laughs> thank you for being with us. And thank we you appreciate to Tim. you. And thank, thank you, you to Tim, Tim Rogers. Two yeah. jobs. Tim, Tim. Tim Rogers. S.T. Dodger, Dodger Tim. We appreciate you, Tim. Thank you for giving us spring all your training. insight. We'll see you guys at spring training. Oh, don't forget. We'll see you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.